Welcome to Charlie's Toolbox, the only podcast that teaches you how to be the main character in your life. Here, you can find all the tools and skills you need to decenter men, center yourself, and feel good about your life. Here's your host, researcher, observer, and marketer, Charlie Taylor. Hello, hello, hello there, and welcome to this week's episode of Charlie's Toolbox titled, Sometimes You Just Don't Want To. So some updates, I've recently released my book, How to Center Yourself While Dating a Man, and it can be purchased on Charlie's Toolbox. It is a great tool set that's going to help you you know, learn the skills to center yourself while dating and while in these romantic pairings, because sometimes we have a tendency to lose ourselves in these relationships. Um, I also will be releasing a new Patreon episode. Um, It's going to be titled Stop Denying Your Pleasure. It's very vulnerable, very intimate, and you'll also leave with a lot of tools and skill sets that you can take in your, you know, take in your dating world and, you know, prosper. So if you're interested, please go check out my Patreon at Charlie's Toolbox. So this past few months, I wouldn't even say weeks, these past few months, I've been very exhausted. And it's because I've taken on too many projects that resulted in me not having my me time. I also didn't realize how much COVID had taken the toll out of me. And, you know, that fear and the anxiety makes it slightly more difficult to leave the house. You know, I constantly have that, that burden in the back of my head that at any time you can get sick. So those two pairings have made me so damn tired and I've been so spent that I really had to take July off. You know, basically I had to just tell my friends that I can't really hang out these weekends. I can't hang out throughout the weekday. I'm just, I'm just really, really, really tired. And I realized that pushing yourself to the limit is super unhealthy. And I have a tendency to do like push myself to the, to the limit. And I had to realize that it doesn't mean anything like working yourself to the bone. It doesn't mean anything. All it means is that you have no energy. And I had to realize that there's no beauty. There's no virtue in it. The only thing that's happening is that you are using your body and mind and they're getting beat up in the process. So, um, as you guys know that like when I'm stressed, I typically turn to music. I need music to kind of help me get in a different mindset so that I'm not really thinking about all my stressors at once. So uh, my songs of the week have been one. um, I like this song called Buzz by T.O. and Willow, or I don't know if it's T.E.O. and Willow. Um, It's very cheeky. But it also makes you feel like you're on vacation and you're like on the beach or on a boat or you're at your beach house and there's just like beautiful linen um, being pushed by the wind. That's how it makes me feel. I also like this song um, by Cartel Madras, Madras and Jide. I hope I pronounced this right. 
and it's titled Working. And this is one of the songs that I like that kind of get me in the spirit that makes me feel like a designer bitch that make me feel like, you know, I'm going to New York Fashion Week and I'm feeling very good about myself and I'm thinking I'm better than everyone. Um, It just kind of puts me in a good mood of like, okay, even though I am resting, you know, my rest is a part of this bad, bad bitch world that I'm creating for myself. So I've been kind of pulling a lot of inspiration from all around me because I realized how busy, stressed and restless I've been. And two people who have been really giving me hope is Naomi Osaka and Simone Biles. These women are brilliant. They are young and they are dominating their field. And as they are dominating their field, they are showing me that the world has no limit for black women. I'm realizing that people don't think even though they are at the top of their craft and they craft and they dedicated so many hours to being the best, people do not believe that they don't think that anything is too much for black women. Um, they think that we are okay. We are okay or we are comfortable or we are accepting with breaking ourselves. Like they don't care if whatever it is is too much. And they don't care because they feel as though that we will endure things with a smile. Or we will endure them with some jazz or pizzazz. So their choice to say, you know, no to that was very reaffirming, was very affirming to me. Their choice to say like, no, I'm a human. I have a limit. Um, I'm going to take my choice because I do have the choice. I'm going to take the choice to rest and take care of myself. That's been super affirming to me because they taught me that at any time, no matter what the expectation is, you can prioritize yourself. Like you can prioritize yourself at any time. People who may get mad at that, that those are emotions that they will have to deal with on their own. And that's not really your concern or your task that you have to even tend to. They show me that you aren't responsible for the whole world. You just aren't responsible. And people will place the whole world on your back and expect you to walk as though walk as equals. You're not expense. You're not responsible for the whole world. And if people have that expectation for you, I would suggest you not lean. Don't lean into it. You can back away from it, but please don't lean into it and don't smile. Don't do it with a smile because That is not, you don't want to give people the idea that you like it, that you like breaking yourself and you like breaking your back and you like exhausting yourself because people will interpret that, especially for black women as they like it. So, you know, you have to realize that, well, you already know this, you are responsible for you and you are your only caretaker. And if you leave then who else is there to take care of you? There will be no one there to take care of you. People do not intervene when it comes to black women. They don't tell you you should rest. They don't handle you as gentle and as delicate. I know, you know, for the most part, most of us do have people who care for us, but structurally, societally, 
these are the things that they expect from us. So when I think about exhaustion, I categorize them in groups such as emotional, psychological, and physical. Um, I thought about defining these things, but you know them. We all do. You know how it feels to be emotionally spent from a heartbreak or physically tired from working or being out too much or doing too much or psychologically tired when your boss or coworkers are antagonizing you at work. You know what it feels to be like, you know what, fuck this, I'm done. Like, you know that feeling. So I don't have to define that. I just have to remind you that this is a function of capitalism. You know, capitalism knows how to work you to the moment you are about to break and and it knows how to pull back at just the right time. And it's so good at its job at conditioning you to to believe that you are a labor. It provides you with phrases and ideas to shame you into breaking yourself. And they sound like I should be doing more or I should be doing blank Or if I was passionate about it, I would be doing blank. Or I have to say yes because this is how you show love. I have to say yes or I will miss out. I have to commit to prove I am reliable. I have to commit to look busy. I can't stop or if I really wanted it, I would work harder. This is how boss babes live. This is how bad bitches live. And finally, Beyonce has the same 24 hours in the day, which mostly on online folks say, and I haven't heard that in a long time, but you know, you get my drift as to, there are phrases, there are ideas out there that tell you, you are, you are doing little and you should be doing more. And typically when you take yourself to more or, uh, yeah, when you take yourself to more, you exhaust yourself. And these things circle in your head when you are really, really tired and you need a break. And you decide to push beyond your limit to prove you are something to somebody. Or you are working for an invisible crowd or an investor or a person you have to prove something to. Now, I am a fan of hard work. I am a very big fan of hard work. But I am not a fan of taking yourself to the limit where it uh, whereas no I'm not a fan of taking to yourself to the limit so much so that you need a month off or you need a week off or you need a weekend off that you need to take so much of a break that you have to take yourself away from your community just to recharge now I love recharging but If you are breaking yourself down, then there's some parts and pieces in your lifestyle that you're going to have to reformulate or change. So to take a step back and to learn to rest, I have some tips that's going to help you with your rest. And these aren't anything that are super substantial, but these are tips that can help you have better rest. Or they're, they're very strategic so that you can have more time for yourself. And they look like, one, you take a weekend off. Take a weekend off. Put your phone on do not disturb. Stock up on food or any tools you need that will make you happy. And you do that at home. Allow all the energy you have that you typically 
um, give to other people, to tasks, to work. Um, give that to yourself. Pour that into yourself. You know, number two, you prioritize yourself more. You have to, if you are finding yourself continuously spent, you have to prioritize yourself more. You cannot be a helper 24-7, 365 days a year. You cannot be that. You need time to think about you. That's just the human condition. So you need to allow yourself to think about you and do for you a bit. And if you have family, you can come to your family with a plan of action so that they know that these days are yours or this time is yours. Or in the morning, mommy might may need an hour to herself. You, you can prep your, your family so that they can give you the room. Number three, say no. Saying your yes when you do not want to go or do does not make you a good person. It doesn't. It doesn't make you a good person. It makes you kind of a liar because you're lying to yourself and you're misidentifying your emotions. Because you know you're, you're tired and you know you're exhausted, but you're telling yourself the opposite. And how will you know how you feel when you continuously are undermining your emotions and you're continuously trying to convince yourself that you feel something else? Number four, let the guilt go. You were trained to be this way. I mean, if you're a woman, if you're a worker, if you're a black, you are trained to be guilty for resting. And that's just the mark of capitalism. It thrives when you think of yourself as only labor and you work yourself to the the bone. So you're going to have to let go of that guilt. When it comes up, just say, hey, that's the mark of capitalism. Of course, they want me to work hard. Because when I work hard, they can monetize my labor. All right. Number five, get perspective. Get perspective. Stress comes with life. You know that. And it's going to always, always be there. So instead of waiting for um, your stress to overwhelm you to the point that you have to take off from your life, Why don't you just kind of expect that? Expect these moments to come. Expect to be exhausted. Expect these things to happen because this is a part of life. And instead of being shocked by them, create an emergency recovery plan. You know, for example, I um, I stress out a lot. I am an anxiety girl. And when I have these moments where I cannot control it or I cannot focus, I have a list of things that kind of get me back in a, a, a normal or not normal, but a neutral space. You know, I know that if I'm out of control, I'll go take a shower or I'll go take a bath. It's something about water that relaxes me or I'll go take a walk. Um, I love coffee shops and I don't know why they just do something for me. But if I'm really stressed, I'll just go to a coffee shop, sit down and work. It's something about the ambiance that just kind of takes the load off of me. So create your emergency plan. Do the things that you need to make you calm the fuck down. Number six, listen to my affirmations. And I'm going to be releasing them this weekend. I think affirmations and meditation, they're just good, good practices. They're really, really great practices. And And it's funny because... Um, to me, it's annoying to refer to these things because I'm just like, oh, you know, affirmations, meditations. 
But even though they are annoying, they work. Like they really do work. Like sometimes my therapist and, you know, friends I know and books, you know, they give you all these tools and you're just like, you know, this just seems like BS, but it's not. They actually do work and they actually do put you in a different mindset and a framework. So just take those things, use them. And if you have to even use them with an attitude, do it. But eventually you will calm down. Number seven. Request email or chat instead of Zoom meetings. And this is for working. You know, Zoom meetings are annoying and they're exhausting. And if you know you don't have the energy to do do them, send an email to whoever you need to send it to. Ask to reschedule or add requests that you're going to be off camera ahead of time. Or tell them that you're in you're you're in a very low state and you won't participate like you usually do. Give people the heads up. And they will make room for you. Or just or you could ask, and this is one that I like to use, can you select me real quick? Can you message me instead? Can we call? I mean, we can maybe do a quick call instead of a Zoom. But do what you need to do to preserve your energy. And reach out people to reach out to people ahead of time because nowadays bosses understand they work with you and they allow for you to have these moments where you're just not at your best. Number eight, tell people what you're going through so that they are more apt to make room for you. You know, people don't know what you need. They do not know what you need unless you open your mouth. They can't mind read. So. We automatically know as black women, they might, they are going to assume that we're okay. And they may give us loads and loads and loads of work, but the expectation is that we're going to be okay with it because they think that we're super women. Um, We glorify resiliency, which I understand why we do it, but I feel like um, sometimes that label uh harms us more than it helps us just the label not the action um so you're gonna have to speak up you're gonna have to speak up because people are gonna think that you're okay that's gonna be there or they're gonna be so self-absorbed that they don't really care about how you're feeling as long as the work is getting done number nine this is my final tip that i'm gonna provide and give to you get off your damn phone get off your damn phone our phones are very addictive and if you cannot do it for a whole day i would suggest like starting off with maybe 30 minutes to an hour you know tuck your phone away in a drawer Or like put it on do not disturb, get it away from you, out of sight, out of mind and focus on you. You know, be excited that you don't have to look at so much information and so much news. And nine times out of 10, the the news is overwhelming. It's sad. It's it's harmful. It's it's you know, I'm not saying don't be informed, but a lot of information a lot of deaths at one time. I don't think we're supposed to be internalizing that as every single day. And and once you put your phone away, you're released from having to respond immediately to met texts, text messages or emails. 
You don't have that responsibility or you don't feel anxious about having to hurry up and solve a problem or hurrying up to respond to someone. You tuck it away. You're not going to be worried about that or focused on that. We know that phones bring a lot of stress. We already know that. And we know because we know the reason why it brings a lot of information and it takes a whole global community and it puts it right on your doorstep. And when you are trying to rest physically, mentally, spiritually, um, the phone has a tendency to zap that. So digitally rest and tuck it away. And on that note, you take care. You have a wonderful week and enjoy. For show notes, be sure to check out charliestoolbox.com. Follow Charlie on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Charlie's Toolbox. Thanks again for listening to Charlie's Toolbox.